out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 200. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. Did you really think I was going to let the pre-show slide because it was episode 200? Of course not. Nope. <laughs> you and your fucking Space Jam mashups, I hate you. It's popular. It's what's trending, you know? Yeah, yeah it might have been for like you. Three, yeah, exactly. Maybe like 10 years ago. <laughs> Mic oh. drop. <sighs> well, don't, you are just a hater. That's all you are. You're just a hater. Yeah, of bad music. Hmm. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? Uh, the bot killer has to go back to the liquor store? Okay. You can send it back. You, I'm like sick. That's okay. I ain't worried about you. I was worried about some. I was letting somebody else know. <laughs> right now, I have Kahlua, and I'm happy. And yeah, then, you should know that Mako has backup alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I and then and, I haven't touched it yet. Don't you realize she's on the backup tequila? She's on the backup booze. Come on now. Well, she has to have a backup to the backup. Yeah, I actually just finished uh, my bottle of t- uh, of uh, Kahlua with this, but if I really need more, I have an open bottle of wine in my fridge. Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yep, back up to the backup. <laughs> You're going to be like a, the old Monticello residence, you know, Thomas Jefferson's place, where mm. you can just reach into a secret compartment in the wall and pull out a bottle of wine. I have five bottles of wine in my refrigerator right now. You would. I stocked up just in case I was going to get stuck in the house for two days. Granted, this is still from, you know, two weeks ago, but I made wait. sure they were all in my fridge. Wait, wait. Also, I was going to say five bottles for two days? Damn. Wait, stop, 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 stop. I went out and stocked up on stuff like ramen, milk, bread, and stuff. Ari Obviously, did... Rama, you don't know the essentials to living. Well, no, because I... Ari I had, stocked up as I well. You meals. stocked up I... on wine? Come on. Wow. No, I had meals. I mm. had, you know, bread. I had eggs. The only thing I went out and got was milk and snacks. I already had everything, mm. so all I had to do was just, you know, hope that I don't get stir-crazy the, pe- the coming two days because... I just happened to have off those two days. Meanwhile, I was stranded with uh, my boyfriend, so if I had, if he didn't have any food, I could have just eaten him. Wow! Zing! No, trust. I'm no seriously. I'm in his flesh. That doesn't have enough nutrients for me. So, oh, not enough protein. Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We are live tonight, week of January 27, 2015, on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOGNetwork. There is an IRC link. You click on that, that'll bring you right into the chat room. And... Right now, everyone's complaining about ad blocker, so I have no idea what you're talking about. 
basically there's a little ad in, over top the chat window. You know, oh. it like cycles back and forth. Mm. And one on ones is this obnoxious one that says, "Hey, you can win an iPhone." And unfortunately, if you so much as mouse over it, it plays this obnoxious sound. It goes, "Ding! You got mail." Uh. And for me, it plays on my computer speakers, not my headphone speakers. Right. Which just makes it sound extra obnoxious. Well, well, you can change that setting, but you know, just remember with those ads, they keep the Vogue network on the air. So yeah, that's why I yeah. have ad block disabled on yeah. this page. So we just ask if you are fans of the Vogue network, if you're fans of the podcasts that are on this network, please don't use ad block on this site. That's all we're asking. No, but you might want to warn them that there is an annoying ad on there because they try and keep those annoying ones off. Mm, well, at least uh, screen cap and pass it along to the admin staff. Um, yeah. If it pops back, back up, I will. Wonderful. Now, like I said last week, I had a couple of surprises in store, but it didn't, it didn't work out as planned because one person is out of town due to work, and the other person, their headphones broke, so they had to, the headset broke, so they were going to, they were in the process of taking them back. I was going to bring the whole crew back together. For one time only. GJ Synthetic and Kuro Usagi was going to be on the show tonight. So, we'll have to wait two more years till episode 300. No. Eh, shit happens. But on the plus side, we do have brand new theme songs. Oh, God. I swear to God, if mine is related to Elsa, I will murder you in your sleep. It's not. You don't cosplay Elsa, so why would we do that to you? Because... Everybody trolls me. Like, my existence is to be trolled by my friends, so... It's a fake that I've accepted. Yeah, no, that's what it does say on the contract, so... Anywho, let's start it off. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Well, like I said, preparing for the quote-unquote storm that was gonna hit, supposed to hit the Northeast. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, it's just been mostly... You know, work. And, uh, oh, I do have this to say. I did get my, uh, Mercury, uh, Henshin wand pen. Awesome. Uh, it writes well enough, but it does feel a little bit flimsy in my hand. But then again, I, with these giant, giant catcher's mitts I have, I could easily, you know, break anything mm. accidentally, and I'm really trying not to do that. I hear you about but, that. Uh, <clears throat> well, what's funny is that the packaging. Was was mostly in Japanese. Wait, 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 wait! Hold it, hold it! You're echoing. How about now? Nope. Okay. But as I was saying, the since it was shipped from Japan, most of the text on the bag was in Japanese, mm -hmm. and I wasn't at home when the bag arrived, so I can only imagine the looks of confusion on my parents' face when it showed up in the mailbox. Hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised they tried to call the bomb squad or something. Who knows? But, uh, other than that, I got paid today, and I have my room for KatsuCon all paid for. That's good and good. Now I just have to double-check my days off so I can actually get down there. Because I'm pretty sure my uh, friends don't want to be stranded if I'm the one driving, you know? I hear that. All right. Oh, also, Malco, the uh, chocolate monopoly you gave me, I'm almost done with it. <laughs> it's supposed to be this little game you can play, this little 
little, like, color-coded spam, but I'm like, ah, fuck it, no one's gonna play as me, I'm just, like, occasionally eating them. Mmm. Not bad. Mmm, tasty. So that's how things have been for me. Cool. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Long. Very, very long. <clears throat> so, the manager at work, the, the main owners, um, they went down to Florida for two months. Mm. They usually do that around this time. So, the manager, since he has the store to himself, usually changes everything and hopes that when the owner comes back, he's not going to go, oh, hey, you know, you have to change it all back. Does mm -hmm. he go mad with power? Yes. Oh, I thought it'd be, fine. I thought he'd be mad with stupidity. That too. Oh! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so for the last three or four days, um, I've basically been going through three or four different aisles and repricing shit. Because... Basically, we are 30% higher in price than any of the other party stores in the area. Mm. So he took it upon himself to put us in the range of all of these party stores. Now, that does make sense. Oh, it does. Mm -hmm. it, it does tremendously. But I'm the only one that's been going around pricing all this shit. Mm. And I know that when the owner comes back and notices that all of these prices are too low, he's going to go, these prices are too low, you need to raise them. And then I'm going to have to go back around and raise all the freaking prices again. <clears throat> but yeah, you know how you said, you know, stupidity for my for my boss? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were talking about gas prices coming down, and he has a diesel truck. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, my gas prices, they're coming down, but they're coming down slow, and I'm paying, you know, twice as much as you guys, but I get two weeks on it instead of one. I'm like, okay, so you're paying twice as much and going twice as far, but I'm paying this much, and, you know, I'm getting it for a week. He's like, yeah, isn't that great? I'm like, math, do you do it? <laughs> well, I mean... You must have went to the New Jersey public school system. <laughs> I know I did. Ooh. Well, mm, so did I. I mean, they do say, I mean, they are coming up with, with a few select mo models of cars that do have uh, diesel engines, and diesel does burn slower than regular gas, so, you know. Yeah, but yeah. if diesel is twice as much as regular gas and lasts him two weeks. Mm -hmm. He's not actually getting any benefit. He's, yeah, he's not getting much difference. He's getting more power, but he's still spending the same amount of money as I am. Yeah, but because what I get for one week, he's getting for two weeks, and he's paying twice as much. Yeah, but if let's say his distance was traveling from from the let's say he's driving from your house to work back and forth on that diesel, that will last him like he would be getting a real good out throughput on it, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. getting two more weeks than yeah. I. He's yeah. getting a week more than I do, yeah. but he's paying double. So, it, so in a way, it kind of evens out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it kind of evens itself out. But the way you were talking, it's like you make it sound like he, even though he's paying twice as much, and it burns us, he's traveling twice as much as you. But if he was traveling the same amount of distance, he he probably be get he probably had to refill maybe like every three weeks or something like that. Yeah, I don't think you're getting it either. No, I am getting it. <laughs> 
You... He thinks he's getting a better deal and he's rubbing it in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, today, with all the snow and the ice and all of that, while we didn't get, you know, Stormageddon or a blizzard, mm-hmm. uh, we did get some snow. So, I text messaged him at 7 o'clock this morning because he never messaged me. I said, what's going on? Are we going in for 9.30? Are we going in late? He's like, well, have you seen it out there? It's still icy and snowy. We're definitely going in late. I'm like, no, I just got up. You were supposed to text message me and let me know what's going on. So from there, I was going to go back to sleep, and then I get another text message from him. Who else is supposed to be in besides you and the other person? So I told him everybody coming in. And then I tried to go back to sleep, and he's like, do you have so-and-so's phone number? No, I don't. Mm. And then it's 8.20, and he's like, all right, I'm going to try and open the store for 11. Um, I'm going to go out and clean the car now. Okay, fine. So I wait 45 minutes. I hear nothing back. I said, screw it, and I took my nap. Got up for 10.20. He still hadn't messaged me back. This is two hours after he said he was going to clean off his car. Meanwhile, it's 10.20, and he wants to open the store for 11. So I message him back, what's going on? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, the roads are fine. I was just out on them. You're going to try and open the store for 11.30 or 12. I said, okay, let me go out and do what I need to do. So the other person that was going to be there with me, she's like, I'm not going to get there for 11.30. I will probably be a little bit late for 12. I said, okay. Got there for 12 o'clock. Nobody's in the store. Mm. They haven't even finished plowing the parking lot. None of the stores around us are open. The only thing open is ShopRite. So... It reminds me, I had to get bread off of... From uh, earlier today, I had to go to like three different stores because most of the shelves were picked clean. Yeah. Yeah. So I go in, I have to shovel so that we can actually get to the door. Um, I get a message at about 10 after 12. I'm on my way, and this is the person that I'm opening with. I'm like, okay. She finally shows up at 12.20, and she's like, oh, did the manager come in? I said, no. And then I get a phone, I get a text message, oh, did so-and-so show up? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And then I get a phone call. And his two kids are screaming in the background. And I'm thinking, okay, well, he's got his kids, so he's definitely not coming in. Mm. He's like, oh, so how is it out there? I said, nobody's open. The parking lot isn't even plowed. He's like, oh, then we probably shouldn't have opened. Yeah, think? He Hmm. lives five minutes away from the store. And he was out and about in his truck. So, wouldn't it have been best to drive around and see if the stores are open before he has us go in? But, no. So then he has us doing busy work until 5 o'clock. And that's basically because we said we weren't staying late. That's crazy. Yep. We did, in 
the five hours we were there, um, for the first four hours, we did $150, which barely covers paying the two of us for being there. Mm. <laughs> wow. After that, we did get two large orders in that last hour. So, I mean, we did make money to, I guess, prove that, yeah, it was an okay idea to open the store. Except that yesterday, he decided that because he didn't think anybody was going to be in today, to lower the heat and put a hold on it. Instead of leaving the key to the thermostat box, he took it with him. So for the entire five hours we were there, the heat was down to 60. So for the five hours we were there, we were freezing our asses off. Yikes. Yeah. At least you got paid to be there? Oh, yeah. That's a po one positive thing about it. Yeah, in other news, um, my tax return just finally went on the card, so I have mm. money. Yay! And I just noticed that one of my friends who I haven't seen in God knows how long was at MAGFest this weekend. I hope I see her at uh, Cat 2. Hmm. Uh, she's one of my favorite um, Usagi cosplayers, but I don't think she does Usagi anymore. So, you know, it's all good. Alright. Yeah, I like my new theme. Alright. Still job hunting as always, but I may have a possible lead on a position that's like near here. The pay is about the same, but I don't have to travel as far. I don't have to spend as much money on traveling, so it's not so bad. Um, I finished watching Love Live. It's a great anime. I'll yes, say it is. I, I will say this much: if you liked Glee, you'll love Love Live. If you hate well, it, that's a stretch. If you hate it, Glee, you'll really enjoy Love Live. Thank you. <laughs> As I've said a couple times before, Love Live is what Glee should have been. Then again, I never was a fan of Glee because it would go up against NCIS back in the day, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. It never interested me either. Yeah. And I started to watch Sword Art Online. I stopped after two episodes. I couldn't get into it. I was like, eh, I think I'll go back to Dot Hack. At least that's a lot more enjoyable. I could never get into Sword Art Online. I don't think it really brings that much to the table, but that's just me. Yay, Dot Hack! A lot of people feel that way about Sal, you know? So I tell people, look, if you don't like Sword Art, go watch Dot Hack. You'll enjoy it. Most people just agree with me. just call it Sal? Yeah, S-A-O, Sal. Sword Art Online. Yeah, you pause. I, I, I know what it means, but it's not like you're calling it like a, a pig or something. No, no. Sweet! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, uh, today, I actually went out to Nintendo World because a friend of mine, also a friend of the show, Chibi Tifa, she's been tracking down Rosalina Amiibo. So, because fuck that guy who bought a whole bunch of them so no one else could have them. He uh, didn't even buy them because they're not even out yet. They don't come out until next week, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. But, um, well, that was the story I was uh, making fun of. Yeah, gotcha. I got you on that. So... I said I will go to Nintendo World and pick and get her a Rosalina because I had I had wanted to leave the house because I wasn't trying to be stir crazy in my house, you know. So 
I'm on the line, and I make a post. If anybody wants a, an amiibo, twenty bucks per amiibo, and that includes tax, shipping, the whole nine yards. Price is non-negotiable. So I get up to the line. I get inside. They're sold out of Rosalina, and I'm like, you didn't tell anybody. And the guys, and the other guy's like, we announced it. And I looked at him. I'm like. You didn't have a bullhorn. A bunch of us in the back of the line couldn't even hear you. So, yeah. But I did grab a Zelda, a Link, and a Toon Link for some friends. And I will be shipping them off first thing tomorrow afternoon. And then I and then I figured, because I spent so much time on the line, and I'm like, thank God there's a Buffalo Wild Wings like two blocks away from Nintendo World. And I keep forgetting that prices in Manhattan are more expensive than the rest of the boroughs. So instead of paying 65 cents a wing, I paid 80 cents a wing. Oh, nice. Yeah. At least I had, like, my little thermal bag with me to keep the wings warm as I got home. I have to remember to carry that a lot more often. I pay 60 cents a wing. I remember when I used to pay 55 cents. And then it was 60. Then they moved it to 65 cents about two, three weeks ago. And I should have known something because when you go, there's an escalator that you take that you take up the stairs. I mean, up to the second floor to where Buffalo Wild Wings is. And they have like this big ass sign that says Wing Tuesdays. It used to say 55 cents. Then they had a new one put up and it said 60 cents. And I noticed for the last few weeks it wasn't there. So I'm like, something's not right. So... I think when it becomes a buck a wing, I might have to start rioting, or at least, <laughs> or at least, I better throw in, throw in like something at, at a thigh piece or something like that. I'm like, come on! But, yeah. Never been a fan of wings, so uh, <sighs> I don't quite love them as quite quite as much as you do. <sighs> it's a five year tradition I've been doing. And I'm not. I don't plan on breaking it anytime soon. <laughs> mm. All right. Avalon, how was your week and how was your day? Oh my god, my week is so freaking stressful. Oh, I yeah. had to uh, prepare for MAGFest, which mm. I... <coughs> Here's the thing. MAGFest is for all of you guys that want to go to a gaming and music con, if you just want to like hang out with friends and go into a huge room where it's just a whole bunch of, you know, cabinet, uh, PC, uh, DDR... Every, and pinball like, tables. Pin- yeah, actually. That was the one like- last year. Yeah, tons of retro games, tons of rhythm games, like a ton of rhythm games. You, uh, that means if I go next year, you, you, the only place you'll find me is either in the hotel room or on the DDR or the pop-up music machines. Please continue. Basically, yeah. I think they had like four pop-up music machines. <laughs> Ooh. And they had like eight DDR machines Ooh. and several in the grooves. I think maybe like four or five. I don't know. Nobody but, plays in the groove or pump it up. <laughs> I hate in the groove. Um. Anyway, mm. so... Who'd you run into there? Huh? We didn't. We're not getting into that just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, so, just one question about: Did you, did you at any point see a man in it, like a skinny-looking guy in a suit that was like completely covered in Union Jacks? No. No, oh, because that was a friend of mine. The guy, the guy who runs Botchamania. His name's Matthew. M A F F E W. Ah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see him. Um, but I uh. I kind of rushed to get my uh, to get my shadow cosplay done because I was gonna be asset and do it on the last day of New York Comic Con, but 
I was severely, almost un- like unhealthily dehydrated from a party, so I had to stay out of costume for my own health. And I finally decided, hmm, gaming convention, I think I'm going to bring Shadow out. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that, and it was actually a pretty big hit. I was shocked. But um, great convention, had a great time with friends. Um, apart from that, it's good to be home, uh, good to not be snowed out of my house but um apart from that i do have some good news regarding my real house that's being rebuilt oh yeah the framing is completely done and they should be getting a roof on it within the next week that's awesome yep so hopefully i will be out of here soon because living with my mother is like it think of like the worst migraine you've ever had multiply it by 50 and then add the constant desire to drink and hit your head against a wall. That I is... can completely understand that. I know that feeling all too well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apart from that, I don't really have that 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 much to report. Although once I did, once I was driving home from uh, my boyfriend's house because I had to stay at his house for uh, for the day after Magfest to make sure I didn't get caught in the storm, I remembered, huh. I just missed out on an entire weekend when I could be working on Katsukon stuff. I probably just fucked myself. <sighs> well, yeah. <laughs> for some people, today was not just a snow day, but plus one work on cosplay day. Yeah, I uh, if I had if I had been smart and knew that the storm was coming, I would have taken a couple of uh things with me to uh, my boyfriend's house and just worked on them there but I wasn't smart so I kind of was just sitting there doing nothing and stressing about it and that was not fun that's okay we all make mistakes we're entitled to one I make a bunch (sighs) just blame it on your genetic code I guess I don't know oh thanks I don't know if we blame on your genetic code, it gives you a better reason to hit your mother, I suppose. You know, it's all your fault. You know. <laughs> well, damn. Mm-hmm. You you see logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got so much to cover tonight. We're also gonna cover some of the articles from last week because our interview went pretty long. But that, and speaking of long, that that got a lot of hits on on the server. So I'm gonna go ahead take a first break and when we get back we're jump into the thicket of things um because of the snow most of the music has been has a snow theme to it so enjoy if you play informer why would i do that
And now that we're back from break, something else has just happened. Oh, God, here we go. Live breaking news from, from one of the Anime Jam Session studios here in Brooklyn. It seems that something has just popped up on the anime radar, I say, within the last 12 hours. Okay. Okay, now... Does this song sound familiar to anybody on the show? Besides me? Yeah. Avalon, does this, have you heard of this song before? Sound familiar? No. Okay. Well, ten years ago, there was a very popular shoujo series called Fushigi Yugi. When it comes to the fandom, it, it, it was a tight close to Sailor Moon. But it seems that what's very popular in Japan is they're doing stage adaptations of anime. You got Prince of Tennis, which is like one of the most popular ones, followed by Saramiyu, and you have Naruto. Now we have Fushigi Yugi, the stage play. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. And right now the fangirls are going nuts over the person that's supposed to be playing, um, I think it's Tamahome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guy by the name of Yukata Kiyan. He's part of a visual K group called Golden Bomber. I will post a copy of the picture, a link in the chat room. And for those who can... Uh, here, Avalon, I'll show you a picture. Enjoy. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah. It's it's going to open March 19th in Tokyo, and it's going to only be there for 10 days. Tickets go on sale on Valentine's Day. No surprise there. Tickets are 7,000 yen, which is about $59. It'll get you either a balcony or a bench seating. Or if you drop 9,000 yen, you get a much closer seat. I'm not making the joke, so don't look at me. No, I just call it revelant or not. You make you be the judge. But then again, older titles making a comeback has been a popular thing lately. I think Fushigi is still popular, especially since they're putting out a new manga. See, that I did not know. Maybe it's a tie-in with the new manga. No, the new manga is about one of the other priestesses completely. Oh, okay. So it is not, as far as I know, it is not at all a (coughs) tie-in. It is based off of the original. Because they've, they've, they've done two different series so far. So now they're working on the third one. Fair enough. So, are you kind of excited about this, Mako? Um, yeah, a little bit. As long as I can actually see it. (laughs) Alright. Well, I have my own personal issues with Fushigi Yugi, and that's a story for another time. Best not to, uh... Yeah. Drag into this. Mm Mm-hmm. So, let's move on. Um... Don't make me have to spin a wheel. Who would like to go first? For uh, which one is this? Our uh, first topic. <clears throat> I'll take it. Awesome. Go for it. It's all you, man. Attack on Titan Real Estate Real Escape Game Games California data set. 
Details for the upcoming U.S. version of the Escape from the Walled City, Attack on Titan, X Real Escape game were announced on the official website. Attack on Titan Real Escape is an immersive interactive game played in real and outdoor settings. Mm. Three events, each hour and a half long, including the solution reveal, will be held on Sunday, February 1st at AT&T Park in San Francisco. Now, it's cool to say that an anime is taking over a big sports complex. I would like to go out there to check this out. <laughs> uh, me too. Well, I think once they're done in California, they're moving it. Yeah. I believe it's coming to New York. You know we all have to do this. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I saw one of the... Uh, I don't know how related it is, but... Uh, there was a... I guess someone made sculptures of... Uh, the Attack on Titan cast, and they were... Uh, as they would be realistically. And oh, here it is. It's, a, it's at the uh, Universal Studios Japan uh, exhibit. Oh yeah, the Universal Studios Japan has a an Attack on Titans exhibit and an Eva exhibit. Mm. Exhibit. Complete with the uh, with er- Titan Aaron and the Ar- and the female Titan duking it out, big big statues of them. That's like one of the first things they see when they come in. Hmm. I don't like how the picture of this. Hang on, I'll uh, post it. Post a copy of it in the chat. Yeah, whoop. And it says the real under it, and all I'm thinking is the Iron Sheik approves of Attack on Titan. <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> hey, I, I, it's all good to me. Shoot. The smiling tightening it, Titan is the jabroni, though. Uh, smiling mm. Titan. <laughs> Alright. Now, speaking of Attack on Titan, it seems that, um, I guess I can cover this real quick, since the first thing was, like, breaking news. Uh, a second Attack on Titan, no regrets anime. The first promo is pretty much on its way. As part of, um, volumes 15 and 16 of the series, there'll be a two-part no regrets anime adaptation bundled with the manga. Uh, first episode already happened, so second episode should be out in April. Pretty much, it's uh, the story about young Erwin Smith, a rising star in the Survey Corps, who manies only hope of defeating the man-eating monsters known as the Titans. Ruthless and dispassionate, Erwin's mind is devoted to strategies and intrigue. Beneath Erwin's feet is another world, the underground, where humans are born and die, surrounded by the garbage the capital throws away. Here, the criminal levy survives on his wits and agility. But when these two ambitious men cross paths, who will prove themselves to be stronger? So it's pretty much like the prelude to this first season that we have watched already. Yep. It seems to be interesting. It's a prequel. Yep. Kind of reminds me of the other uh, Attack on Titan manga before the fall. I like the fact that they were, they were running around trying to uh, attack and killing titans with swords. I can't complain about that. I can only imagine how crowded that event will be if it does come to New York. Uh, Get your sleeping bags, kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm so going. 
we are definitely going. All right, Mako, you're the Dragon Ball Z fan. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. I know. I, I, I'm just as... We I'm, all are, but... Uh... I, I, I know your feel about this. I know your feel. Yeah, so the newest Dragon Ball Z movie, Dragon Ball Z, um, basically F. Mm. Uh, it's basically, uh, yeah, it was announced that pop idol group, uh, Momo Clo is going to be performing the theme song. Well, shit. Well, as long as they don't cover Ha Cha Head Cha La, n- nobody will get killed. Oh, come so on. You know they, you know they probably will. Oh, God. And I could just hear the Phantom just screaming bloody murder. And then the Sailor Moon Phantom will just look over and be like, told you so. Yeah, well, uh... Them tearing apart Dragon Ball Z isn't the worst of it. Mm. Yeah, seeing as how I, uh, they teamed up with Kiss. Oh, God. I've yet to watch that. Um, the video is actually pretty interesting. The song is actually kind of catchy. But it, it's definitely, you can see that they're trying to copy off of... Um, uh, baby metal, mm. where they just have a really, really good rock semi-metal band playing while they sing, because all Kiss does is play their interest instruments and say like two words over and over and over again. <laughs> I'll say this much: baby metal's live at the Budokan albums were amazing, but that's just me. So yeah, it, it's definitely. Idol pop meets kiss, and while it sounds kind of cool, um, there's supposed to be a kiss version of it. What? And I, yeah, I haven't heard it. I don't know if it's just the same version on the kiss album because it's called something different, or if it's actually kiss singing, you know, an English version of the song. I have no idea. Um, Right. Yeah. Sure. But um, I, I don't know if it's more that Kiss needs the money because you know they're kind of crapping out at this point. It's more it like surprise me if it wasn't if it was for the money. It's more like Gene Simmons needs money because his show got canceled. Yeah. Well, he's not even the main person doing this. Hmm. If you watch the video, it's actually Ace doing most of it. Really? He's the main he's the main one battling with them cuz this whole thing is like a battle between the two bands. So, I mean, it's very quirky, which is definitely Momoclo. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you see Gene Simmons, but it's he's not the one that they're really battling with. And if you look at the the article and who wrote it and who had, you know, their hands in it, he's not on it at all. I got nothing. Yeah. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com from Rageinator in response to an earlier article, 
I wonder if there will ever be a crossover between Fushigi Yugi and a certain other anime and calling it Fushigi Yu-Gi-Oh. Wah, wah. Oh, God. Mm. Hang on, let me get the tequila. Yeah, pass the shot of that my way. Pass several. <laughs> just pass the bottle. We'll just sh- we'll just take a swig and pass it around. Puff, puff, give, kind of. Yeah, drink, drink, pass is more like. Yeah. <laughs> that tastes good. Mm. Yeah. Good thing I don't have to drive anywhere or go to work tomorrow. What is this thing called work? Something you need to look into. I don't. Oh. I don't know. Uh, and your the ta- mic hath doth been dropped. I don't know. Your tax dollars is taking care of it for me. Yo, Actually, let's start that debate. <laughs> Technically, you paid into it already, so it's your tax dollars. If you want to get real technical on it, it's shit they've already taken from you. You're a real bitch, Michael John. You know that? You're a Thank real you. bitch. Thank you very much. I try. <sighs> anyway. anyway. All right, Avalon. It's on you, girl. All right. Let's. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Mm-hmm. We got no regrets, right? Yep. We've we co- already done that yep. one. I covered okay. that right after um, uh, Ari covered the Attack on Titan. Okay. Ghost in the Shell one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, Ghost in the Shell singer Origa, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I think so. Passes away. Voice actress Jenya reported that on her official on her official guy can't speak today. God damn it. Twitter account that singer Origa, birth name Olga Yakoliva, passed away on Saturday due to lung cancer at 44 years old. She first came to Japan in 1991 on a homestay program and made her first major debut in Japan in 1995 under the AMI Music Japan label. She performed theme songs for Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, Standalone Complex Second Gig, Standalone Complex, Solid State Society, Fantastic Children, and Princess Arete. She also performed the hymn singing voice for the ca- uh, character Canon in Gust and Koei Tecmo games Arno are no surge PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita video game which shipped in Japan last year. And this actually hit the anime community pretty fucking hard. Yes, it did. Mhm. I had several friends well, that sent whole... me oh. No, go ahead, sorry. The whole thing is is that she was at a convention I think 2 or 3 weeks before this. Mhm. Uh, anime Revolution. And... No. Yeah, that was and August, yeah. you she was, you know, talking and chatting, so for it to be lung cancer is, you know, the biggest thing. Yeah. And so, it's kind of, it, that would especially hit you hard if, like, you had finally met her, and then several weeks later you realized you'll never meet her again. Mm-hmm. That was your yeah. one opportunity, you seized it, but there's not going to be a second. What really sucks is for those people that said, oh, you know what, I'm not going to go down and you know, do autograph or shake hands. I can always see her next time. Yeah. That's not happening. Those are the people kicking themselves. Yeah. I, I don't really think it, it was lung cat. I think it might have been something else, but maybe it's a cover because I don't I, I, I don't know, but it, it is a shock, you know. 
yeah. I don't know. Lung cancer is one of those that go very, very quickly. Mm. From yeah. diagnosis to death, my grandmother only took about three weeks. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, though that one goes extremely quickly. Mm. Okay. Goddamn these feels. Well, if you think that's bad, just wait till you see the next article. You'll really have some feels. You taking it or? Um. Sure, why not? Voice actor Chikao Otsuka passes away. A Japanese voice acting agency Aoni Production announced on Friday, which was the 16th, that voice actor Chikao Otsuka passed away on Thursday due to ischemic heart disorder. He was only 85. He's played a large number of roles of anime throughout his life, including um, Gold Roger from One Piece, uh, Ayola Shenberg from Mobile Suit Gundam Zero Zero, Goma Ishikawa from Lupin the Third. Uh, Nizumi Otoko and Hakusanbo from Gege no Kitaro, and Nura, Nura Rion from Nura Rise of the Yokai Clan. Now, for some of the younger generation that would know him, besides One Piece, um, he was Maxwell in the Tales of Exilia series, Dr. Eggman in, in Sonic the Hedgehog, and he was Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 4. Guns of the Patriot. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase thread. But what's interesting, he is survived by his son, Akio Otsuka, who voices Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear! Metal Gear! Metal Gear! <laughs> Yeah, the uh, irony is not lost on uh, Japanese Metal Gear fans. Mm. You know, I just, I just find it. I'm, I remember reading this, and as you know, it it came down, and I'm watching everybody, you know, talk about, you know, it's passing. Nobody says anything about, you know, One Piece. No one. Everything, everyone, all everyone is saying is Dr. Eggman. Not that I, I'm hating on it, but I'm just kind of surprised, you know. That isn't actually the one that I was seeing. What? I mean, granted, I have a lot of uh, video game mm -hmm. fans on my Facebook, but I have a lot of Lupin fans on my Facebook. Yeah. So that's the one they were saying. I didn't, even the uh, even the other articles that I was seeing, mm -hmm. it always had you know the Lupin character as his as his big accomplishment. Yeah, it, and it is because honestly, I, going through all of this, I would say to me, Lupin would pop out a lot higher than everything else because of what I know and my my memories of of it. You know, well, some of the other characters that he's done. Mm -hmm. um, They've always been side characters, and while he wasn't uh, uh, technically a main character in Lupin, he was a main character in Lupin. Yeah. He was a character that was in, you know, 99% of the episodes. Mm hmm hmm. 
Yeah. It's kind of sad, though, you know. But, you know, let's... let's e- 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 enough of the sadness. We need to move on. So, as, as I've been leading up to, like I said, this is episode 200 of Anime Jam Session. This podcast has been going for seven, eight years. It started out where me and Kuro would do a, a podcast here and there. Then we started doing it twice a month. Eventually we become live on the VOG network, so we're doing this every single week, which is pretty amazing. So I guess we can go for a little of this, if, if it'll play. If you heard that. Achievement unlocked. Mm-hmm. 200 episodes, and we have yet to kill anybody on this show. Yet. Yet. Well, at the rate that I'm doing the pre-shows, I might have to, I, I might just have to barricade my door. Yeah. <laughs> Time to lay siege. Oh God, no. <laughs> so. You're just waiting for the one song that'll completely set me off, aren't you? Actually, no, no. I worry about other things besides that. Um. I, I honestly, I don't think I have any songs in my repertoire that I could play that'll cause any of y'all to be like, okay, I'm driving to his house to kick his ass. I don't think I have anything like that. No, that would be songs on my computer. Hmm, maybe. But, um, now that we have the Skype line open, we're going to go ahead and do our open forum topic where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. We're doing things slightly different tonight. It's 200 episodes. We've been around for about seven years, multiple arcs, and a whole lot of fun and mishaps. So we're asking you, what's one of your favorite memories from the show? So we got some answers here. Um... From Serenity Four Ten Eighty Eight, the Christmas special. Which one? The <laughs> most recent one. I mean, my my memory isn't all is not one hundred percent, but I do remember the Christmas specials. It seems like every year we end up outdoing the prior year one. I don't know if we're going to top the twenty fourteen one. I honestly don't know. And she also says. The January episode where Nemesis 47 announced their engagement. Aww. Hmm. Uh, Ed Elric, he doesn't have one just yet, but he likes, but he does have to say, congratulations on 200 episodes. Here's to another 100. I think we can go another 100. I mean, hell, if Archon's radio can go 10 years, I think we can do the same thing. Uh, let me turn that up. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, yeah, Nemesis Forty Seven says his first anime jam session. He listened when when it was just uh, me and Kuro Usagi, and we talked to the local cosplayers, the local cons. I think I was I think that's when we first had I think Koi or Kenmoku Revolution on. I think. I'll have to check. I'll have to check the arc, the um, the RSS archives for that. He also enjoys the drunk episodes as well, and he's looking forward to more shenanigans and chaos on the podcast. Okay, 
We could try to do that for you. Keyword being try. Well, I am plotting the hentai special. Lord. <laughs> yes. Looks like you're going to have an assistant for the, for the hentai special. Of course I will. <laughs> Yay! Ooh. I just have to figure out exactly what we're going to cover and when we're going to cover it, and then I can figure out like exactly when we're going to cover it. That way I know how to have hentai-themed songs, you know? <laughs> I don't think you need hentai-themed songs. It will fit just perfectly, Maybe. yeah. Oh, and Ray J says, oh, it's gone 12 and a half years, not 10. Well, yeah, yeah, 10, yeah, 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 yeah. And Dark Tetsuya says, yeah, but who's counting? Somebody is. So, on, I know what my, one of my favorite um, memories from this show is, but who here has a favorite memory from the show? Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I do I remember to... the, the uh, first you know, big drunken podcast special I was here for, where I had to completely demolish a uh, case, a case of Guinness over the uh, length of the recording. Uh okay. <laughs> I remember yeah, just... that. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> what about what about you, uh, Mako? Um, that episode with the uh, uh, it was the the first time we covered the the collection of porn, the the almost ton of porn or half ton of porn. Oh yeah, and I oh, broke that was you good. guys. So badly. Oh yeah, that was like that was like maybe about not even two months ago, was it? No, that was that was a while ago. Okay, the ton of porn that ended up on the recap. Mm-hmm. All right, Avalon, you're exempt from this since you're new to the show, but if you do have a memory, be my guest. I still think that my favorite memory of all time was the Christmas uh, podcast in 2014. <laughs> Because nothing could beat that and how drunk I was and how stupid I acted. That was fun. It was. It really, it was. really was. Yeah, it definitely was fun. Now, oddly enough, I have a clip of this memory because I needed to use this to uh, for, for, for shameless self-promotion. From, from time to time, we would talk about, you know, mashups of different animes and movies and stuff like that. So oh, please tell me that this is the one where we were talking about anime shush, and shush, and shush, shush. So we were talking about I think Bleach the musical or Kevin Smith. So we went on a little um tangent yes. about about this. And Uh-oh. when they announced Vogue Network, we needed a clip of our podcast so people will know what we're talking about and who we are. So yes. So I found this clip of us talking about... Now, Avalon, you know who Kevin Smith is, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. And you've seen Bleach, right? Yeah. And you've seen Clerks, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I know exactly. That's all you need to know. Maybe we can talk about casting. I like that. Or maybe we can save that for another time. uh, Perhaps we can save that for another time, but what I'm thinking... Now, who are they... No, no, no. I'm thinking, who would you rather get to write the, the write this? You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at. Toss out some names. Uh, 
Uh, I, I say we go and we screw the whole thing up and get Shyamalan to do it. I was just thinking about Wait, him, okay. and I don't know why. I say we have a Kevin Smith do the whole thing. Oh, that would be the best movie. A loud, foul-mouthed Ichigo Shut up and take my Jay, Jay would be Ichigo. Yes. A Soul Society? South Jersey. Mm-hmm. I can see this. It would be epic. Either him or Tarantino. Ooh, that would be bloody. That would be good. Kill Ichigo while you Although we're going to probably see once many close-ups of Rukia's or Orihime's feet than we're comfortable with. Or there'll be a lot of trunk shots, too. <laughs> yeah, but you got to admit, Kill Bill had, had pretty excellent, excellent fight scenes. It did. Yes. Very much. Now, you get something like that up in there, okay, I, 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 I'm down with that. Some kind of classic rock song playing in the background. Hmm. That could work. That could definitely work. Unfortunately, due to the clip and where it's coming out of, the volume was really low on that. So I'll go back into the um, podcast and I'll edit it and make it a little bit louder. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much when we going on a tangent like that. But think, seriously, could you think about it? Could you really picture Bleach done in the style of Clerks directed by Kevin Smith? <laughs> I want to see it. Ichigo, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> it needs to happen. Yeah, he's just to sitting. Get cosplayers together and have them do it. So I don't care. At it Jay's needs to be done. At, at front of the store. Would it be Ichigo? No, it, it, no, it, no. Right. Mother fuck, mother, mother fuck. No. Great, uh, now, if I ever do an AMV, that's that's one of the clips I want to do. Just uh, Ichigo hit singing that song. Now, it, it would be uh God, why can I not remember his name right now? It, it's 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 leaving my head. It's Rand Randall and Dante would be Ichigo and Urahara right off the bat. <laughs> no. 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 Oh. I think it would be funny to see Ichigo as Jay, but um, Jay would definitely be Urahara. And who would be Silent Bob? Uh, <sighs> what's her face? Orihime? No. Rukia? No. Chad? No. Chad's a guy. I I don't <laughs> I stopped watching Bleach after episode twenty four and it all went as a faded memory for me. I am sorry. The chick that turns into the cat. Yoroichi. Yes. Ah. The two of them are Jay and Silent Bob. I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. So, um, like I said earlier, the Skype line is open, so go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. We want to hear from you um, while we're getting this together. Um, Avalon, why don't you give us like a brief breakdown of your journey to MAGFest? If she can hear us. Ow, what? MAGFest, tell Bo- us about it. Avalon, oh, there, Avalon there's right. booze. Sorry, I was uh, talking up along over here. I didn't want it, you guys to hear it, but gotcha. Um, 
So, MAGFest. Uh, I highly, like, the one thing that was, like, different was it's not a cosplay-centric convention. Mm -hmm. Every single year, it does have more cosplayers. And, of course, this was the year that it had the most. Um, However, there's two things that stuck out about it. One, the lack of cosplayers. Two, regardless, it is possibly one of the most creep-infested cons I have ever ever been to and before you continue this i have to agree because i've heard nothing but reports about that on my facebook more from any convention i've seen reports coming from yeah it's not it is not cute it is not funny it's disgusting actually um see like every like it seemed that a bunch of girls that I had run into were having little experiences, and mm-hmm. I got to have my own experience, oh. which was hysterically terrible. Oh. Um, but here's what happened. Uh, I was lucky enough to shoot with Sorairo Day's cosplaying photography, who I have admired for so long. So I nothing like could hype me up more. So she and I are shooting in... Uh, the kind of like one of the stairwells that's to the side of the escalator because we thought like they're playing black steps they've got like little like lights on the sides that look almost like diamonds it'd be perfect whatever Mm -hmm. so i'm standing there i'm shooting my lith and i'm sitting there on the stairs and she's shooting me and then it's kind of coming to my attention that there's someone who's watching us so i look up and there's this kid who is standing behind her and is just keeps kind of just holding on to his camera and um i'm just like uh okay so maybe he's just watching and i guess like he's waiting until i'm done for her to uh for her like for for i guess to take a picture of me like after she takes a break right. so i come down off the stairs and he asks if he could take her take a picture of both of us mm-hmm. so she's not even in costume but she allows and he takes a picture of us so then um he asked now can i get a picture of you two fighting and we're just like, um, we're in the middle of a shoot. And he goes, oh, okay. So, whatever. Um, so, then she goes back to taking photos of me. He doesn't go away. He almost tries to snipe, like, my photo shoot. And it's starting to really annoy me, but I don't say anything because, as many people know, I don't confront people. I get, like, pissed off. Mm-hmm. But I kind of don't have the balls to actually say anything. That's my own downfall. So, later on, Shoots over and she leaves. I'm hanging out with uh, my with a good friend Ken Yenra Photography and a bunch of like the people that are like um, coming along with him to take photos. So I'm talking to all of them and to him. And every five minutes, I can see him walking around the area, making eye contact with me. The second I look up, it's like he's almost like a vulture circling prey. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, like the kid is about as big as me and half my width so mm-hmm. I could snap him in half and like it's still it's still disconcerting like when someone's like constantly looking at you and passing by over and over and over again it freaks you out regardless of whether or right. not they can pose a threat because you just feel like they're watching you they have an, like an intention of coming over to you what it is for you don't know but it still puts you it still makes you feel uneasy so I uh I'm just kind of like standing there or whatever. And then he comes over and he goes, hey, can I get pictures of you fight, uh, fighting that link over there? And I just said, um, I'm with friends right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take any photos. And he goes, oh, okay. 
So he backs off and goes back to the whole scavenging, like pacing back and forth around the atrium. Wait, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. Kitty. Is that Damien I hear? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay. It's okay. I actually heard him this time. <laughs> I think Damien's the official mascot of our, of our anime jam session. Yeah, he, he, sorry, he just crawled up on my lap and uh, crawled up onto my chest after that and is now attempting to attack the uh, microphone at my mouth. Lord. Because obviously I'm talking and I'm not paying attention to him, so he's not happy. <laughs> you seriously, I really wish I could get the camera working so you could see this shit. <laughs> Avalon, please continue. No problem. So, anyway, Ken looks at me and he goes, everything okay? And I said, that guy's following me around. He goes, I kind of had a feeling. Um, Stick with us. So, I do. And he keeps circling. He finally gave up after a half hour. Half hour? What Jesus. Yeah. Like, it was just... I, I, I can't even comment on it. It's just... This guy was creepy. relentless. And it was really ridiculously creepy. That's almost stalker level. So what happened? After um, that, what'd you do to, about the guy? Could you do anything? Um, well, <laughs> turns out uh, he kept doing it. And then finally came over to me and asked for a photo. And I cut him off and I said... Get the hell away from me. I know that you're following me around. I know that you keep tra like circling this area. Stay away. And he kind of looked like, oh my god, I can't believe that she actually stood up for herself. And then just kind of like, I don't know, like scampered off. Mm -hmm. Fucked off. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah. But still just, ugh. It's like way to make me feel really, really fucking uneasy dude like I did not ugh, there are no words for just how like like gr people like that just make you feel gross I, I know I know you know and I've seen creeps like this at cons many times I've gone to the rave and I find myself during like the like almost during the last hour hour and a half taking my female friends like walking them out or somewhere so that no one follows them you know it's like ridiculous yeah. um Chibi Tifa was saying how she ended up kicking one guy in the balls because he was trying to try to gr get a cheap shot, and another guy was trying to catch a cheap shot of this other friend of hers that she yeah, was with. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and so she, she blocked yes. him, and then he decided I'm going to take a picture of Chibi Tifa's ass instead. Mm -hmm. Now, the one thing that had that that kind of got under under my skin for a couple of reasons was the guy who got caught uh, sniping panty shots whose camera and or lens got busted in the process. That pissed me off for a couple of reasons. The first reason is, you don't do that shit. I mean, who gives you the right to walk around and do that shit? Even though in the state of Texas you can do that, but still. Secondly, I don't care what the person did. You do not have the right to touch that person or that pro or their property unless they attacked you first. Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to say mm -hmm. 
um, that, you know, as much as I want to say he's an asshole and he deserves it from, like, a female point of view. Right. Considering that I have had obscure pictures taken of me. At this past Comic-Con, I had a guy that pushed through a crowd of photographers I was with to take photos of my crotch and then walk away like it was nothing. Like, in front of everybody. But that's another. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, ha- I've been in that situation before. It's not fun. It makes you feel, like, disgusting. It'd be different if it were a girl that had confronted him and beaten the crap out of him or, yep. like, destroyed his camera. But if you're going to, like... I understand the whole, like, social justice or, like, the vigilante thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what you could have done is, one, reported him to Constaff immediately if they were in the general vicinity. If they weren't, you should have gone over there and tried to corner him or get several friends to corner him so that he couldn't get away and then had one person go and get con security. But causing physical harm, once you are once you break someone's equipment or once you lay a hand on them, you, bec- you could easily become part of a lawsuit yourself. So yeah. if anything, don't, like, if you can't do it for, like, other people, do it for the fact that you're going to, like, involve yourself in way much more trouble than you could imagine because I mean one thing is I guess like being a voyeur and stuff like that and that stuff's pretty fucking illegal but you're not like destruction of property is not like any it doesn't like reduce you're just adding to the problem yeah you don't yeah exactly Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I I, mean mm -hmm. go on when I had that picture of me taken at uh, New York Comic Con, one of my photographers actually told him, get the fuck out of here. And the guy, like, I have a feeling that if you put someone on the spot and, like, it doesn't, like, I mean, Grant, God, I don't even know how to phrase this because I feel like. Their nerve goes away in a, in a heartbeat? Well, it depends on the person because sometimes when you call them out, they just don't know what to do because it's like, oh, someone had the balls to actually come up to me and put me on the spot and find out what I was doing. Or they don't care, you know? Yeah, but it's just when it comes to obscured pictures and stuff like that, how you handle it, mm-hmm. no matter what, is very messy because you're going to see you're going to seem like you're either doing too much or you're doing too little and you don't give a shit. Right. So it's kind of a double-edged sword in a way. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. But I don't... Like, if it were me and I had seen, a, like, it happening to a friend, I would have gone over and reamed him mm-hmm. and then taken a picture of him and then showed it to Khan's staff. But it, had he done it to me personally, his nose would have been broken and his camera would have been equally as broken. Okay. Now, that's where I have a problem. Now, I understand... What he did, and I understand what he was—he was in the wrong. I get that, and I understand how angry you are. But here's where the tides change. If I was said photographer, and you, Avalon, you came at me screaming at me what I did, and if you swung at me and damaged my camera, I could have pressed charges of le- of larceny and damage of property, which holds a higher weight as opposed to me be- doing an upskirt shot. And that and that is in a lot of states. It's like that. True. I mean, we could we could go back and forth. True. But... I'm just saying. Of course. I mean, of course, you're gonna pr- both sides are going to press charges. Something's going to happen either way. But the fact that his property was damaged is going to hold a higher weight. Yeah, I can tell you yeah. one thing though. Mm-hmm. Like, say someone groped me at a con. Yeah. I honestly think that I do have the right to talk them in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, 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 that's see, self-defense. See, that's a different story. Like I said, 
you do you do not have the right to touch that person or their property short of them assaulting you because technically being groped is an assault and the, and it's common sense given if somebody taps you on the shoulder you're going to have an automatic reaction you're going to turn around and at that moment you're going to know the person and you're going to hug them or you're going to jerk back and turn like what do you want or you might swing because you don't know that person that's a given that now if if that was the situation i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have said you know i would be like you know what his his camera got damaged oh well he shouldn't have touched her in the first place that shit happens now what i said i said this person you were in the wrong evidently i was accused of defending the perv and promoting it uh no i said what he did was in the wrong you were just wrong for touching his property now anywho now i'm surprised I'm I'm kind of surprised you didn't hear about this. This supposedly this guy had like over 200 panty shots on oh, his no, camera. Oh no, I did. Because oh yeah, that oh, was an, an That what? was an acquaintance of mine who broke his camera. Oh, same acquaintance that I know of. Yep. Yeah. So pretty much, the police came, escorted him off the property. As far as I know, charges were filed. The hotel is taking full responsibility of the damage of the camera. So. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's just such a touchy subject. It is, it is. Because now, from the cosplayers in a co- now, because this cosplayer is going to be a little bit more worried about photographers coming up to them for pictures. And now, from the photographers end, we are going to get a little bit worried. Like, what does this cosplayer think we're going to do? Because I was talking to a friend of mine about this, and he pretty much just said, you know, as long as you're with that cosplay and you're talking to them and they know it fr- you ain't got nothing to worry about but still everybody yeah. assumes shit you know mm-hmm. <sighs> so besides the uh, drinking you did at MAGFest <laughs> what else did you do played a lot of DDR which mix um I played well here's the thing I was looking for I was looking for like one of those like better like supernovas. I played I think oh. Supernova One. Oh, okay, my jam is Fifth Mix. Yeah, I uh my main songs that I play, um, these are like the songs that I like have to play every single time I step on a mat, and I have an unlimited amount of like plays. I have to play Cartoon Heroes, Speed Over Beethoven, mm. um, Candy Heart, um. Honey Punch, both by Kusaka Ryu. Uh, what else? Shit. Breakdown. And I think there's one or two more that I'm forgetting. Uh, I'll probably think of them later. But those are the ones, like, that I have to play. And actually, my playing, because I, like, there were these two women in their 30s, and one of them didn't want to play anymore, and she was on Beginner. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, um, I'm... She's like, yeah, you could pick whatever song that you want. And I was like, okay. So I picked Honey Punch and I played it on heavy. And they just both looked at me like, what the fuck? And the the funny thing is, you can go anywhere. There's a DDR machine and that happens. Yeah. And of course, I like gathered a couple. Like, the thing is, I gathered guys to like to come and look. But of course, like I was in a really skimpy rave outfit Mm -hmm. and I was a girl playing a game. So it's it's typical. So but the one thing is like. 
because mine and this other woman's time overlapped, I decided to play a game, like an actual game. Right. So I was playing a song and then no one was joining me. So this guy came over and he asked if he could join. So I was like, okay. So we played another song and he got a double A on expert. I played on expert and I got a C and I just looked at him and I was like, dude, you're fucking good. As I'm like mm. leaned over, just like panting my head off and he goes, yeah. yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. See, I can only do some songs on, on, on Expert. See, I, I, I'm talking about... See, before it was called Expert, it was called Maniac. It was Basic Trick and Ex- and Maniac. So, mm-hmm. I actually remembered a couple of the songs I, I can do on, on Expert, but I mostly play, um, like, mostly play my tricks. I like to have fun. And you said you like candy, so I actually came across this. I don't know if you've heard this one. It's a, it's one of the many remixes of the song. Ooh, I actually have heard that one. Yeah, it's Candy Planet Remix. I haven't heard this one in so long. This actually is really good. All right, after the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you up with, with some of this stuff because I have yes. practically I have like when it comes to Bimani music, I probably have like maybe ninety percent of the out of the tracks from like Beatmania, Poppy Music, DDR, the individual. Beat Mania artists and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I love Kosaka Ryu. I, I love all of that. Yeah, Kosaka Ryu is yeah. my jam. But apart from that, uh, God, I'm trying to think mm. for uh, Katsu. I mean, wow, not Katsu Magfest. Damn. Mm-hmm. Got Katsu on the brain. Um, apart from that, I uh, I got to see... Okay. here. You guys want to hear a little feelsy story? Sure. Sure. Seven years ago, on Gaia Online. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I met this girl, and uh, I did a lot of text-based roleplay on Gaia. And I wanted to do a... I was basically one of those assholes who did character that is idolized by many uh, w- paired up with my OC. So mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, I'm an asshole. But I wanted to do something involving the Phantom of the Opera because my fa- the Phantom is my shit. It's always been my shit since I was five years old. I've never been more obsessed with something than I am with Phantom of the Opera. So she all of a sudden says, you know, I could do the Phantom. So I was like, perfect. So we're role playing for like maybe three months and her skills are like college level writing. I'm just like, this is kind of fucking ridiculous. I'm being fucking like overshadowed and this is not cool. So then I find out... You ready for the record scratch to this? Go for it. She's 12. Wow. Huh. Granted, I was 16, so it wasn't entirely terrible. Mm. So, years go by. Years go by. Um, and she, uh, like, we ended up finally meeting at Anthrocon this past year. And we met for the first time. And, oh my god, like, Oh god, she's she's just so pretty and stuff and like it was it was terrible because we were basically acting like girlfriends the entire weekend and this weekend I got to see her again and she's coming to Katsukan on Saturday and yeah uh, I just it was so good to see her again because like I I don't know it's she's probably the person who in this not even like I haven't been in this community for seven years. But uh, she is one person that has stuck with me through more than anything. More than my ex of five years ever was there for me. Everything that ever happened to me that, like, once I got out of high school, 
she was a constant friend to me and someone that I love very much. And I'm really excited to see her in a couple weeks again. Oh, it's, it's, make it like she's like your catalyst that got you into everything, which is pretty awesome. Well, she's not. The thing is, she doesn't cosplay. She's just she's thinking of joining the community. Her oh, boyfriend boy. is a cosplayer, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome. But she's just she's someone that I really, really adore. And finally, when I did meet her and I did get to hang out with her, she was legal. So no one could call me a pedophile. <laughs> nice thing. That, that was the thing you focused on at the end. <laughs> Shut up. No, I just felt like addressing it because I don't want people to think I'm a creep. No, oh, okay. no, you don't have to worry about that because here's the thing. It's a double standard. When it's two ladies, everybody thinks it's cute. When it's two guys, it's like, that's disgusting. How Not dare you? necessarily. Well, you know. But, I mean, also, the thing is, if you looked at the both of us together, she looks older than me. Like, I look like I'm 17. Well, yeah. Meanwhile, she looks like she's in her 20s. She's 5'11". And she looks like River Song. I'm dead serious. Ooh, huh. Like, I will find a picture for you guys, and I'll uh, post it. Like, sorry to the people who are listening on the podcast, but mm-hmm. once I show you guys the picture, you guys will see that she looks like fucking River Song. And if we go to the chat room at live.bognetwork.com, I miss all the cat photos. There's a cheer. There's a thing. There's a series of aww for you. Oh, you guys are sweet. Yep. All right. It's not time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Oh, goody. News from Japan. Woohoo! I think the, I think these are more of like interest style stories. But one of the articles, yeah, I de- I am definitely interested in one of them. I think I'm gonna read that one because I I, I I I I would buy one of these because my apartment can be cold sometimes. <laughs> Stay- I think that's the first one, so you can go ahead and take it. All right. Stay warm with a USB-powered inflatable hug pillow heated to exactly human body temperature. The problem with traditional hug pillows is that they just can't mimic the warmth of a human body. But now, a USB-powered hug pillow from Thanko's <laughs> Veramono Shop. You can enjoy the feel of cozy up to a perfectly heated, just slightly underbody temperature 36 degrees of whatever, whatever. And because it's inflatable, you could take it anywhere. And oh, it's Jesus. and it's only twenty five bucks. And of course, what a body bargain! Hmm. And of course, it's body length. So immediately in the article, there are pictures of people putting their Daikamura pillowcases over it. Yeah. Well, it's made minutes. to fit them. Mm-hmm. And they have an English language website. Of course they do. And oddly enough, I would just use this, and I would just put it under under the blankets just to keep it warm, and that and that would be it. Well, then why don't you just get an electric blanket? Would you believe this is actually cheaper than an electric blanket? I've seen electric blankets for like 15 bucks. I have not seen an electric blanket for $15. I haven't seen an electric blanket in years. Cheapest I've seen them are like 30 and $35. Ow! What did you he do? Bit. He bit you? No, he's... The way he's sitting, I, I don't know if you saw the picture that I posted in the chat, mm-hmm. um, but the way he's sitting is he's basically on my chest, but he's kind of draped around my shoulder, and he's very heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good 15-ish pounds, 
So my arm, ah, oh, thank you. My arm was falling asleep. <laughs> and as he's lowering because my arm keeps falling, he's gripping into my shoulder and he has very sharp claws. And I'm looking at the expression on your face and it's like, yeah, that look of, this cat though. <laughs> yeah, I posted it on my Facebook. I'm like, yeah, I- I'm recording a podcast right now. What hmm. the fuck? Mm. You want to take the next one? Hey. Uh, I kind of want the last one. No. So do I. Avalon, take the second <laughs> one. <coughs> okay. One second. <laughs> <coughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna die. You're not going to die. You have Robotussin with you, right? Fuck Tussin. Oh yeah, you're gonna die, dude. <laughs> um, I don't. Do, no, here's the thing. You forgot about the Hispanics version of Tussin. There's a, there's a thing. Well, well, no, like you know how I. I heard, like, don't call me racist, but someone oh, told please. me that Robitussin's, like, the black, like, cure for everything. It, is that true? It, it is! Especially if you watch Chris Rock stand up about I it. I got an answer. What? I got, okay. I got asthma. Robitussin. I got um, cancer. Robitussin. I broke then my what leg. You, then here's the, uh, the Hispanic cure-all Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, anyway, here's the story. <laughs> Man arrested for poking needle into bread in Chiba convenience store. Police in Chiba said Saturday that they have arrested a 57-year-old man on suspicion of poking a needle into bread at a convenience store on January 14th. According to police, Akiyoshi Yamamoto went to a convenience store in Chiba City's Chuo Ward and inserted a 4-centimeter long needle into a pastry. After a customer reported finding the needle, the store withdrew all of the items on the shelf as a safety precaution. Yamamoto, who was identified through a surveillance camera, was quoted by police as saying that he recently had financial troubles and had been distressed. After seeing news of the ruined food, he had he said he had felt better. A supermarket located near the convenience store also reported a similar incident on the same day. Uh, if there are no words, what is this idiot's problem with bread? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like in Japan, where you're financially in distress, you do stupid shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. Japan can be kind of like Florida sometimes. (laughs) Kinda. Kinda. The Florida, the Florida of Asia. (laughs) Stealing people's underwear. Poking things into bread. Illegal take care found in meth lab. Mm. All right, who's next? What? Whenever? What? Whatever one of these two want to duke it out for the final article, okay? Well, this isn't really an article; it's a review, so you mm. kind of have to read around it and not read it. Well, whoever wants, whoever can do a better job of reading around it. It's about I... a cafe. Mm, go ahead, Ari. Okay, so, uh... Guess, this guy spot this place called the, uh... The Kuro no Mize, the Shop of Owls. You're supposed to line up an hour before it even opens. 
sign a given list of English instructions, only touch the owl on the head or back, and they can't be potty trained like dogs, so please be generous when they go on you. Ugh. Oops. Uh, the staff will place the owl on your shoulder or head if, it, if you like. I don't want to do the whole falconry thing and have it on my hand. The staff comes up, the owl starts to flap, raising your hand in the air usually sells them down. Can't take photos into place. No flash is no, allowed, but you can. Yeah, you can take photos, but there's no flash and no video. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's only nominally a cafe. There's no food, but small drink is included, and they do serve alcohol. Uh, arrives covered in a plastic wrap decorated with a magic marker illustration of an owl, but no one pays attention attention to the beverage until the final activity, which involves souvenirs. Too many people raise their hands where to choose my playing rock, paper, scissors. And it's stuff like uh, photo books, cell phone charms, chopsticks, and uh, other owl stuff. Hmm, interesting. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this and then it starts talking the, about other cafes. It's off the beaten tour, tourist path. It's even if I'm back to the of Tokyo Tsukuhima Station. Now, once you have your reservation, there is time. You head up the next cross street and st- when stroll to an old shopping street with lots of mo- Monjayaki restaurants. Hope you pronounced that right. Mm. The cafe suggests English speakers come on Fridays when they have their English-speaking staff on hand. Still, I think owls are cool, and you know, having have one as a pet or just chilling out with me would—I think it'd be pretty neat. Got a rotator owl. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, there's also a uh, Falconer's Cafe Ooh. in the area um, where the Ghibli Museum is. Uh, most of the time, it's just the owners. Uh, they've got four Harris Hawks and a Peregrine Falcon. But sometimes um, the other patrons will come in with their own Hawks and stuff. But that one does have a proper... It's a proper cafe, so there's food and stuff like that. And I want to go. That's the one I want to go to. Uh, oh, Mako-chan. You like him, huh? I said, well, Mako-chan, you know? It'd be like my fancy ring just point at some asshole and go, and a falcon takes off and, you know, shreds the guy. Hey, DJ Rama, can I die yet? Uh, yeah, because of the picture you sent us? No, I mean, like, because I'm sick. If you want to leave, you almost. can... We're almost at the end, but if you, need to, if you need to get out of here, you can go right ahead. No, I'm fine. I was just being a bitch. <laughs> You're not allowed to be a bitch unless Mako-chan says you can be a bitch. Mako, can I be a bitch? You can be a bitch. I allow Thank it. you. God damn it. Like that would have stopped her. Yeah, you know, right? Can't win either way. All right, all right, all right. Let, let's let's wrap things up and get the hell up on out of here. So we'll be back.
So, um, Avalon, j- just so you know, earlier in the chat at, at vognetwork.com, Ranger Serena actually agrees with you. About what? The Spanish cure-all is Vix. Yup. Because <laughs> when you said it, it just popped in my head. I was like, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, and one more thing I meant to mention earlier. Um, I, There was this one cosplayer I used to hang out with. She actually tried to organize an actual masquerade for MAGFest. Oh, God. How'd that go over? But MAGFest is not cosplay. I know. She was trying to push and promote it. And when they told her no, she was severely butthurt over it. But since I had never been, I really couldn't console her. I was like, well... Maybe it's a good thing not every quote-unquote convention and festival has some type of masquerade contest or something, you know? So, I mean, fuck it. They want to cosplay. Have them ar- cosplay an arcade machine. Shit. Do that. <laughs> By the way, guys. Yo. River Song or River Fucking Song? River Song. Mm-hmm. I've never... I have not watched those episodes of Doctor Who. But I'll take your word for it. She fucking looks like... I'll take your word for it now, because my friend who does River Song is not listening to tonight's show, so I won't be in trouble. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They to tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. Let us know what you think of the show at podcast at animejamsession.com. What's up? We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, and I do believe this week we'll have the DerpyCon photos, uh, I mean, review up. Also, pictures from DerpyCon are up, along with from a one from a special event called Kawaii Land NYC. It was like a one-day con of sorts, you know. It was pretty cool. Photos will be up for that, and I believe 
Next week we'll have KatoriCon photos and, and reviews up. Um, if for some reason you can't access our website for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV. All of our convention videos are up. We have masquerade videos, interviews with cosplayers, panels, interviews with with people that work like voice actors and other cool people. So definitely check that out. If you want to check out our individual uh, YouTube pages, you can find me at youtube.com slash djronmas. Ari is at Ari22682. Mako-chan is at Jupe Luna. And you can find Avalon over at Avalon Cosplay. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for the latest on our website, uh, what conventions we're going to, and other cool stuff that we find interesting and we'll retweet and pass along. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJRonMess. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako-chan is at Jovedea. And Avalon is at Avalon Cosplay. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. This is where we post all of our photos, some cool articles. We let you know what's going on with the podcast and our open forum topic. And also when articles go up, we'll post the link there so you can definitely check it out. And I just have to say thank you for everyone who's been supporting the site and our Facebook page. As long as you continue to like the page, everything we put in articles, photos, videos, everything. We'll continue to add more content for you guys because we're here for y'all. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, um, I'm at facebook.com slash imdjronmess. I talk about uh, cosplay, computers, and other cool stuff. Uh, head over to Ari Rockefeller if you want to hear about writing and some cool stuff. Mako-chan if you want to know about, about the cats that run her life. And for shameless cosplaying, it's over at Avalon Cos. Let's see what else we got here. Um, we're on the Vogue Network Tuesdays and Thursdays. But we're not the only uh, Vogue-based podcast, uh, Vogue cent- geek-centric podcast on this network. If you like Star Trek, check out the Starboard Power Coupling podcast, which is on Thursdays at four. If you like American television, British television, Doctor Who, pop culture, movies, books, all that cool stuff, science fiction, there are four different shows on this network that covers all of that: Critical Myth, British Invaders. Pod Culture and Understation Live. Four different shows, four different points of view. Definitely check them out. If you like playing MMOs like me and Mako Chan, we like playing Guild Wars. Uh, definitely check out uh, MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at 10. I believe they just left FF14 and went back to World of Warcraft, I think. I don't remember. Um, but definitely check them out if you like to hear about that, that cool stuff. Um, if you like t- hearing about video game reviews, what's going on in the industry, you got two shows that start here at uh, Sundays at 8. It's Bobby Blackwolf at 8 p.m., followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. It's the cornerstone uh, programming of the Vogue Network, so definitely check those shows out if you want to hear more of a non-biased views of gaming industry, gaming reviews, and what's going on with the average gamer in life. Okay. <coughs> Last words, Mako. My shoulder really, really, really hurts. Oops. Damien! Yeah, he definitely dug in really, really deeply trying to stay on. Trying to hold on for dear and, life. Uh, well, yeah. So now he's sitting on the blanket and currently kneading and nursing and drooling all over the freaking thing. 
He needs to be put in the penalty box. Yeah, once I'm done with this, I'm going in my room, and he probably won't follow me anyway, so I get to <laughs> cuddle with uh, with Storm. Mm. And then Storm's going to look at you and walk away. No, no, no. She'll just sit there and cuddle with me until I actually touch her, and if I'm the one that touches her, she'll go, fuck you, and leave. Mm -hmm. But she can, she can, you know, touch me all she wants. She'll curl up on my leg, or she'll curl up by my arm, or she'll curl up by my head. But if I go to pet her, she'll be like, son of a bitch, and she'll move. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Last words, Ari. Meanwhile, my cat has been asleep on my bed, and he's only occasionally looking over at me, figuring out what I'm doing, and is just had it with my shit. <laughs> or occasionally, he, what he's like to do is he will walk over to me when I'm like leaning back in a chair and my arm dangling down and rub his head rub his head over my hand until I pet him okay Avalon last words ah mm. jeez uh, well now that I'm back from Magfest it's time for me to get fucking cracking on Katsukan cosplays <laughs> I've uh I'm almost done with my Love Live cosplay almost fucking done after I'm done with that I have to completely do my Shaman King and Fire Emblem cosplays in less than three weeks so wish me luck guys who which who are you, you doing do from, it who are you doing from Love Live I'm doing um you know uh the Mogito love the Sekin Shu like the Valentine's Day video no 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 I mean which character Ren thank you thank you, thank you. I'm I want to do Ren I want to do Nico oh! and I want what? I don't like Nico. I like Nico, but I mean, I don't know. That's just, I kind of like bitchy characters in a way. Like, I have a weak spot for them, and she's like my favorite. But I also love Nozomi. So, I'll be cosplaying a couple versions of Nozomi in the future, too. Maybe a couple of Maki, but I just don't want to touch Umi or Ellie because those two are kind of my least favorites, along with Honoka. I like Honoka. She reminds me of a more of a motivated version of Yui from K-On!, and with Nico, it, her catchphrase got irritating real quick. And I'm like, I can make it through the first season. I can make it through the first season. I can make it through the first season. <laughs> that, that, that got... Nico, Nico, Nico. That got annoying real quick. Nico, Nico, See, that got annoying real quick. So... Nico, Nico, Nico's gonna fuck you up. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't. I don't apologize for that. Of course you don't. Uh, my last words. I'm going to clean up for my dinner. Probably put together a second dinner, and then probably watch more Agami Got Kill. That sh that anime is really good. Yeah, I've been hearing nothing but good. You're too about tall it. to like, be a hobbit. I said a second, second dinner, breakfast. not second breakfast. Yeah, but I'm a growing yeah. boy. Boy, yeah. um, you have passed boy stage. You evolved into man. Glad to see you've Sometimes. noticed. Hey! <laughs> the Get... mic doth drop again. <laughs> Get real tired of your shit, Mako-chan. Mm-hmm. And yet she's still around, so you haven't gotten tired enough. No, because her, mm -hmm. mom, her mom pays me well to put up with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why your mom is broke all the time. What can I say? It ain't easy mm -hmm. to be it ain't easy dealing with you. 
Jesus Christ, there's so much shade in this goddamn podcast right now. <laughs> At least every episode has shade thrown back and forth. <coughs> yeah. Yep. All right, that's it. We're getting the hell up on Addy here. Uh, we'll be doing new shows. Uh, I don't think we're taking a break anytime soon. The Awesome Foursome will be back the weekend, week after Capticon to talk about Capticon, provided that our livers come back in one in, in fair shape. Because oh. I'm I'm bringing vodka. I'm not with going me. to Capticon, so you guys have fun at Capticon. Um, depending on how much vodka I bring, I don't think any of us will remember Capticon. <laughs> I'll bring my shit, my uh, <laughs> supply too. Woot! I actually I'm can't get drunk about that. next weekend. And ver- <laughs> and ver- what was that? I said I don't think I can get that drunk for Katsukan, unfortunately. Mm. And yeah, that, and also remember, don't overbook yourself this year, okay? I haven't. I actually awesome. have a lot of free time for for fun and for friends and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Alright. Regia says, so much shade thrown, it caused a solar eclipse. Basically. Yeah. I'm still mad at him for the uh, bad pun he told me earlier. Mm. Well, we thought we burned uh, Drunami's joke book, but I guess not. Alright, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Here's the 200 more, bitches. Night. Konnichiwa, bitches. Yeah, yeah. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. See, you just did that out of spite. You knew that was coming. That was out of spite. I hate the both of you. I truly do. I hate the both of you. Heart. He, does, he doesn't hate me. Heart. Broken heart. Fuck you too. Hmm. Feelings mutual. Good night, everyone. Jamatane.